0: Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy. Tonight we're going to talk about as we uh, part 3 of finding and fulfilling God's plan and purpose. We want to talk about embracing seasons of change. Everybody say change. Let me tell you how you can really find out if you're loved as a leader or a pastor, just change something. In fact, some of you guys, I tell you what, ladies, just change some stuff in the house. I mean, move some furniture around, especially, you know, when they don't know about it and in the night and, they, and then they stump there. You'll find out how open you are to change when you move some stuff around and change it up. But let me tell you, if we're going to be who God has called us to be and if we're going to walk in God's plan and purpose for our life, we must be willing to embrace change. And seasons of change in our life. And if you haven't had changes that have taken place in your life, you must have just been born last night. <laughs> but here's some questions as we, as we get into this. As we enter 2016, will we be willing to change and will we be interruptible? Amen. We cannot be so set in our ways, in our ways of doing things, that we cannot allow the Holy Spirit to interrupt and change our plans. Number two, will we see situations with our spiritual eyes, not only our natural eyes? That's what I'm asking you to do, be able to see in the Spirit. Amen. Number three, will we recognize divine appointments when they come? Amen. I'm going to tell you, I don't want to miss my moment ever. Amen. I don't want to miss my moment with God. Right. I don't want to miss the moment that He speaks to me. I don't want to miss the moment that He challenges me. I want to make sure that I take advantage of every moment the Holy Spirit is speaking and and challenging me and saying things. Can I get an amen in the house? I don't want to miss my moment. Will we look past, listen, our preconceived attitudes about ourselves, about other people and places, and let God show us the plan that he has for us? These are all questions that are going to make us introspective a little bit. And then when those changes and moments arrive, will we look past how we feel and trust God can do great things through us this year? Well, that's about three people that believe that God can do great things through them this year. I'm not going to have a Wednesday night sleeping uh, assignment in here now. How many believe that God can do great things through them this year? That's better. That's what I'm talking about. Tell your neighbor right now great things this year. Now, listen, if we, when we begin to answer those questions, and we're open to that, 2016 is going to be a great, an amazing year. I am convinced 2016 is going to be an amazing year. Now, I believe it's going to be amazing for the church. I believe we're going to see some things happen in society and in culture that are going to be shocking. And let me just go ahead and say, say this right now. I believe in 2016, you're going to see both the devil and people who have been used to having their way for a few years pitch a temper tantrum. They've been used to having their way, and they're not going to like it. i got a word for them. Get over it. But I believe it's going to be an amazing year. And I believe vision, listen, vision is being birthed. If you are sensitive right now in the spirit, and I know if you weren't, you wouldn't be here. If you're hungry for God, if you are willing to be challenged in your life, if you're like me, as I went into the end of last year, God spoke to me and said, don't let 2016 go by, and at the end of 2016 look back and have done the same thing and not accomplished anymore and not had anything happen on the inside of you and not have your vision increased, make sure that you do everything, son, that I call you to do so that at the end of 2016 it will be even greater than 2015. That is, vision. vision is being birthed as God challenges us. And when God challenges us, it's for a good reason. It's for promotion. Yeah. Let me tell you, God challenges us, listen, in order to expand His kingdom and to stretch our imagination and our mindset. Amen. Everybody do this. Amen. Now see if you can stretch a little higher. Yeah. See, you can always stretch a little bit. I'm telling you, that's what God's doing. There are times when we feel like, oh, brother, don't tell me that. I feel like I'm so stretched. I'm telling you, this is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. God's going to stretch us. Now, I don't have time. I tell you what, next week, one of my favorites, some of you have heard me teach on Joseph uh, through the years, but I'm going to tell you, I've got some new insights, some new revelation I'm going to release. He's one of my favorite characters in the Bible that I'm going to teach on next week when it comes to, we're talking about secular and sacred and getting where God wants us to be. Uh, Next week, you don't want to miss it. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about that, but I, uh, I had some in here, guys, so just skip over those notes and follow me. I'm going to go on down a little bit because I don't have time to cover that tonight. We'll get it next week. Now, purpose answers why in your life. Why? Why am I here? See, there are a lot of, the, the world, there are people, they're looking for everything. And listen, you you, you watch this. Whether it's a, an actor, actress, you know whether it 's an athlete, they can reach the top of their field, but yet, if they don 't know Christ, if they don 't have spiritual foundation, once they get there and they make all the money and they get all the acclaim and they find all the success, they find out it 's not as fulfilling as they thought, and the next thing you know they 'll start saving whales, and i 'm not against saving whales i 'm all for it but i 'm just saying. People want to know why. Why am I here? Purpose answers why in your life. Listen, and here's what we need to understand tonight. Your purpose will take you in and out of many roles. And and again, next week we'll talk about Joseph. Joseph, the same thing happened with him. But you will play a number of roles in your life while, while you are fulfilling your purpose. Never allow just a role to define you. Amen. Don't do it. Because they are usually seasonal. And if you define yourself only by the role you play, once that role is over, you're in trouble. Amen. Yeah. For instance, parents have children. They invest in those children as they should. The children are small. They're going to dance recitals. They're going to ball games. They're going to school activities. They're doing everything that is centered around those children. That's the role that they have to play. That's something that is important, very important in our world and in our culture. It's, it's missed so much. But here's the thing. And here's what we need to understand. One day, those children are going to grow up. And so, as you are a parent, remember you are also a husband or wife. And one day, if nature takes its course, they will move out. Now, I know for some of you, you got little kids right now. Oh, my God, I can't ever believe. it'll let, let God's natural way take its course. One day, they'll move out, and you're going to be left looking at each other. And hopefully, you won't be looking at each other going, who are you? <laughs> Your roles change. And it's a natural thing, and it's the way God made it. But If you define yourself only by the role you play, once that role is over, you're in trouble. Man may take away your role, listen, but he cannot take away your purpose. I'll tell you, somebody might take your job away. You might get undermined on the, on the job. People might treat you wrong. There might be people out to get you. And I tell you what, they might mess that job up, but I tell you what they can't take. They can't take your purpose. Only God gives purpose. And it's in his hands. There are times, listen, when God will call you to walk in certain roles to ultimately come into your purpose. Temporarily, he'll put you in places. And it won't always be an easy place. For instance, what did Jesus say? Now think with me as we go deep tonight. Jesus said, Father, let this cup or, here's another way to say it, Lord, let this role pass from me. But that's not where he stopped. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. In other words, Lord, if this role that I have to fill right here is necessary for me To come into my purpose, your will be done, not mine. If you get a hold of that, it'll change your life. It'll get you through some hard times. It'll get you through some uncomfortable seasons in your life. Because you realize everything is not supposed to be permanent. And some of these things that we walk through, they're necessary in order for God to get us where we need to go. Jesus said, let this cup pass from me. I'll tell you this. The purpose that you were brought into this world for is in God's hands and it's in God's time and it will not be taken away by anybody or anything in Jesus' name as long as you are willing to walk in it. As long as you are willing to walk in it. Now, you'll fulfill many roles in accomplishing your purpose. Stay married to your purpose but never stay married to a role because your role will change as your purpose continues. If you marry yourself to a role, when, you, when that role is over, you think your purpose is ended, but that's not it. Loosen your love for your role and commit to your purpose. Amen? Are we together on that? For instance, your purpose will take you in and out of many roles in life. Now, let me give you another example. How many of you in, are in a place where, right now where you're retired? Okay. Good. I'm glad you're here. Retirement may be your role, But I'm got, I got some, I'm fixing to lay hands on you tonight. It is not your purpose. Do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, if I can just get to retirement. Bless God, I want you to get to retirement. Absolutely, I'm for it. I'm 1,000% for it. But just realize when you get there, all that's going to do is give you more time to fulfill your purpose. Some of you are called to intercession. You are called to pray. You know, how many of you believe in prayer? How many of you believe prayer is powerful? I mean, you see war room. You see, I man, we we, we say all that, but then we get to this place where we got all that time and we're not doing any praying. Listen, if you, some of you, God's divine purpose for you is to pray and to intercede. I, I need it. People need it. There are people who need your intercession and your prayer. And so even if you're retired, God has something for you to do that is vital to the kingdom and is vital to people around you. Glory be to God. Thank you. Amen. I receive that. That's a good word. So retirement may be your role, but it is not your purpose. There are times that we need to hold on to our roles. Listen now. And here's, here's something that's, that takes discernment on your part, on all of our parts. There are times, Bobby, that we need, we need to hold on to our role and not give up. For instance, I don't want to give up when I'm under attack Amen. or when I'm discouraged and I feel like quitting. But there are also times when God will call you to let go of something and move on. Yes. Yes. Are you here with me? Yes. To where it's time for a change. Yes. You've been doing things and you know what? It, it may be working pretty good, you know, but you know, you just feel like, for instance, in my life here, I'd been doing the same thing for 33 years here. And boy, the, the, the last five or six years I was doing it, it was like, something's changing. Something's changing on the inside of me. I mean, you know, I could there have been times I was thinking, boy, what am I going to look like up here rocking and rolling when I'm 70 years old? <laughs> I went to the enemy's camp. But inside, I knew, Tyler, that something was in me that was saying, change is coming. My role's going to change. It's not going to be the same. I didn't understand it. I couldn't figure it out. But I knew change was coming. There are times that we need to fight through, but there are times that we need to be willing to let go and move on. Listen, sometimes his plan will require me to continue far longer than I thought I could. Anybody been there and done that and got the t shirt? But other times, his plan asked me to let go sooner than I really wanted to. Sometimes we can be so much in control and wanting to be in control and feeling like we've been in control and this is what we've done and, you know, we just, we don't, we're not willing to let go. Now, this can be true, listen, with unhealthy church situations. I know people who have, who have, who have, I believe, miss fulfilling their purpose fully because they're not willing to let go of a place and a house Amen. where they're not getting fed, and that they're going to stay there just because. Amen. And you know what? I, I I made a mistake through the years, and I was trying to be nice, and that. When people would say, you know, well, I'm just I'm going over so-and-so, and, and I'm just really comfortable there. And I said, well, you know, just go where you're comfortable. I was so wrong. That's, right. That's so wrong. I'm telling you tonight, don't go where you're comfortable. Go where you're challenged. If I'm not challenging you, I need to get, I need to get in my prayer closet. Go where you are challenged to realize that God has something for you to do God has has more to do in your life he's not finished with you this is not a bad thing it's a good thing I'm not. Don't go somewhere where you can just hang out and fall out sleeping every Sunday in the chair and go home and 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 never feel any different about what nothing's happening in your life. Listen, it is time for the church to rise up and be the church. The world is in a mess. We need people who know how to touch God. So go where you're challenged to grow. And for some people, when they get like this, to even letting go, to even contemplate letting go, it becomes a personal threat. I want you to know my great grandpa and grandma went here. Their name is in that stone out there. Bless God. Let me tell you something. And you see that cemetery. Listen, I'm I'm not against any of that. I love tradition, but I'm telling you, I want to go where God's doing something, where God is saying something, where something is being stirred on the inside of me. I hope tonight as I talk to you, you can feel something stirring on the inside of you because it's stirring on the inside of me. We we can view it as an attack and view those who dare to suggest it as our enemies. Now, I'm not telling you where to go. I'm just telling you go somewhere where you can grow and change and be challenged and where things will rise up on the inside of you. But the seasons of our lives must change. And the fact is we need to hold all things loosely, not grip them. In other words, here's what I'm saying. See the seasons, see the blessings, see the roles and successes In our lives, as gifts from God, on loan from God, not permanent possessions that we keep and hold on to forever. Do I trust God enough and love Him enough to give it back to Him and surrender it to Him? Is my question. Now, during seasons, we're gonna discover our assignments, we're gonna develop our skills. We're going to do it, and I've talked about this. We're going to do it, okay? We're going to do it fruitfully, and we're going to do it faithfully, Amen. wherever we are. Yes. Daily. Everybody say daily. 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 Then we'll also have times when God will challenge us to move on and raise somebody else up to carry on what we did. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. And boldly embrace the new season of our lives. Now, here is something that is really, really important. Oh, church, God, help, help us to get this. When you transition from one season to another, whether it's leaving a church, leaving a relationship, leaving a job, there's so many, other, so many other areas that this affects, but those in particular. How you leave one season of your life is how you will begin the next. Amen. 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 Yeah, right. Don't leave, listen, bitter, resentful, vindictive, and disillusioned. In other words, bless God, I tell you what, I'm leaving this job, and as I go out, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. I've been storing up for 15 years, and let me tell you, I am fixing to unleash hell on you, in a Christian way, of course. (laughs) You may feel like doing it. You may want to say it. But realize when you end one season of your life bitter, hurt, disappointed, and, 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 and uh, all kind of uh, strife, you start the next season of your life in strife, bitterness, hurt, and disappointment. And I don't want to start off the new season of my life that way. If I have to shake the dust off my feet, I'll go out the door, shake the dust off, and praise God. Can, you, can I get an Amen. Just as a parent, listen, and, and as seasons change, just as a parent rejoices when their child grows up, grows taller and stronger or smarter, you know, they intuitively know that there's got to be a transition. And because they love that child, they rejoice in that child's success rather than feel jealous of it. Yes. And rejoice in the new seasons of life that they enter into. Whoever comes after me in pastoring this church, I hope they do a thousand times better than I do. I hope they do greater things than I've ever dreamed of doing. I hope they take this church farther than it's ever gone ever before. That's how we look at our children. That's how we ought to look at people who follow us in our seasons of transition. Teachers, as you teach, whoever takes your place, make... Make sure that you do everything to make that transition good for them so that they can be successful. Amen. God spoke to me last week and said, and he's, this is something that I try to cultivate with all my heart, and that is this, create an atmosphere in this house where the greatness in everybody can be manifested. Amen. Amen. That's what I want. I want the gift in you to come out. I want the greatness in you to come out. I want the vision in you to be birthed. I want the fulfillment of your purpose to blossom so everybody can see it. I want you to come alive in Christ. And I want to create an atmosphere where you can be blessed, where you can see God move, where you can see God's hand in your life like never before. And if you get your prayers answered before I get mine answered, you and I are going to dance around this altar. We're going to have fun. We're going to see God. God do great things in our lives. This is your time to be alive and I want to see you empowered to fulfill your dreams. You coming here is not about helping me fulfill my dreams. It's about God helping you fulfill your dreams. And the dreams in this house will take care of themselves. When we do that, you got to rejoice in your new season of life. And this can especially be you know and, and i've talked about parent child relationships let me mention this change is a normal part and, and i'll I'll talk about it more next week too but when it comes to parent child relationships this can be really really problematic in that for instance, in my own life, let me just give you a personal example. I've been really close to my boys, and we've been really close through the years. Well, they, they were with us. They both got married late in life, and so they'd been with us a long time. And, and, and as they got older, they became more than just sons. To me, they were good friends as they were, as they were in their late 20s. And uh, so then they transitioned, and I had to go through a transition in my own life, when they left and were gone. Because ministry does not always, is not always conducive to a lot of close friendships because what you find out is some people just want to find out what they can find out about you so they can criticize you. And now I won't tell you, I won't say this, not in this house, not, you know, 99% of you guys are the, are the cream of the crop. You're the best people in the world and I don't just say that lightly. I believe it. But when they moved on, I had to transition. Well, we did things together. We played golf together. We, you know, we were just involved and we were close and we did things together. And well, there was a transition for me. And even recently, God put on my heart. And by the way, this year, it's been a real special year. Uh, had, had both of the boys, both of my, my sons there to watch college football with me. <laughs> Come on. For every game. That one certain team played. I won't say which one it was. Most of you know which it was. But anyway, it was heavenly. It was like heaven. And my grandson. And I got another one in there. I got another grandson. He's not old enough yet. And his mama went to another school, and she's teaching him some things, too. That <laughs> we love it. It's awesome. Ain't nothing like it. She's putting Auburn gear on that boy, I tell you. Hallelujah. <laughs> But listen, over, here's, here's my point. I, I'm lingering too long here. Here's my point. Over Christmas, Susan and I were together, and, and we were in a season where uh, both, both sets of our family were, were with their in-laws our, uh, for, for Christmas. So Susan and I were by ourselves on Christmas. Well, we were fine, but, you know, I told Susan, I said, this is different. And, uh, but I said, you know what? In that season, I said, I'm going to write both of my sons God put on my heart. He said, I want you to write your sons an affirmation and send it to them. So on Christmas Day, I sat down and I wrote Ryan and I wrote Matthew and I said, "I I want you to know, first of all, how proud I am of you for being men of God, for being men that love your family and make godly choices, and also for being willing to make The changes that are necessary in order to have a healthy life and a healthy family, which at times means you have to say no to me, you have to say no to us, you have to be willing to move past those things in the way that they used to be and embrace healthy change and realize that's good, it's not bad. Listen, the last thing you want to do is be a controlling, manipulative parent making somebody feel guilty if they're and i'm not saying listen don't get me wrong we should honor that's a biblical thing but the last thing you want to do is if people are trying to do the right thing is to cause them to move outside the bounds that will help them fulfill their god-given purpose and destiny I have told both of my sons, I love having you here, but let me tell you, if God calls you somewhere else, if there is something that opens for you, that is more fulfilling for you, that you desire to go after, I want you to know something. We love you. We are for you. We want you to be, you are God's first before you are ours. And so you've got to be willing to do that. You have to be willing to embrace those seasons of change. Now, some of you got young kids, and I know it's hard for you to realize, but one day they're going to grow up and marry somebody. <laughs> if nature takes its course and things are going to change, it won't stay the same. But this is not, simp- not simply a matter, listen, between the old and the young, because there are numerous seasons in each of our lives. Change is a normal part of life, and God's plan But in His plan, the ending of one season always means the beginning of another. (laughs) Hey, let me tell you something. I don't care if you're 75 or 80. God's got something else going on. He's stirring something in you. You feel it. You know it. It's alive. It's on the way. To be truly successful is not only to discover His plan for my life, but to recognize the season for that plan changes. And listen, success is doing what God called me to do as long as God calls me to do it. Amen. Amen. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. Now, here's the scripture, and you need, to, you need to meditate on this. Everybody knows it and says it, but we don't really think about it very much. There is an appointed time for everything. And there is a time for every event under heaven. A time to give birth and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted. One of the greatest examples of this is John the Baptist. John the Baptist could have rebelled at the manifestation of Jesus. I mean, here's John. John's got his own following. He's got his own church. He stayed spiritually aware. John watched for the next season. And when Jesus arrived, he discerned his true identity and the part that he played in that season. We all have a part to play. We have roles to play in God's great plan. Those roles grow. They develop. They mature and find even greater fulfillment the deeper the revelation we have of who he is in us. John bear witness of him and cried, saying, Imagine how hard this had to... I mean, I'm just putting myself in John's place. John's got this big following. John says, He must increase. I must decrease. Whew, wow, what humility. This means that success requires not only achieving something significant, but gracefully letting go when the time comes. And to do that requires that I keep listening to Him for guidance and guarding my heart from developing wrong attitudes. Now, let's conclude this because my time is is up. In conclusion, everybody say, I'm a part of God's plan. A (laughs) A change of seasons, oh, listen, doesn't mean that I failed. This is where a lot of people think. A change of seasons doesn't mean I failed. It may be proof I've completed my assignment. And now it's on to something new, something fresh, something bold. And I'm going to challenge you over these next few weeks. Bless God. My goal, listen, my goal is never to glorify myself. It is always to help people love and honor Jesus and become all that they can be. Because he's the creator and giver of visions and dreams, not me. In conclusion, I need to stay spiritually alert, listening and watching for God's guidance. Because I want to be able to recognize when he's asking me to change and rejoice, not become sad or melancholy. Listen, I, I I love the old song, precious memories, how they linger, how they ever flood my soul in the stillness of the midnight. Precious sacred dreams unfold. I like it, but I'm going to tell you something. Don't get stuck there. Because you go to sleep crying every night when you do that. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm telling you, Jesus is coming for a glorious church. He is not coming for a church crawled up and balled up in the fetal position. He is coming for an overcoming church, not a church who is living in, how it happened 25 years ago or 30 years ago? He is coming for a church who is walking in the finished work of Jesus when he said, it is finished and the devil is defeated. <laughs> That's who we are. We got something to do. God has a purpose for our lives. Wow. Stay spiritually alert. Recognize when he's asking me to change and rejoice, not become sad. Luke 5 not one no one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and puts it in an old garment. Listen to this. Otherwise, he will both tear the new, and the piece from the new will not match the old. No one puts new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilled out and the skins will be ruined. But the new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. To become a new wineskin, we must allow God to fill us with the wine of his fellowship and his intimacy. That will keep you young. It will keep you vibrant. It will keep you a vision. It will keep you visionary. It will keep you with a heart full of dreams. He will guide us. He will work through us with a power that cannot be contained by the old wineskin. Our roles change depending on what season of life we're in. And so I'll remind you tonight these are days of great challenge. These are days that God is calling us, speaking to us, asking us, are you willing to let me do some things in your life that I've never done before? I want you to say with me tonight, yes, Lord, Lord. work in me, me. stir me up, up. challenge me, me. fill me. anoint me, bring new revelation to my life. I say, yes, Lord, I take the full armor challenge. Hallelujah. Here we go, church. Give God praise tonight. Thanks again for listening to Life Church of Mobile's podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at Mobile dot com.